Hello and welcome to episode one of the Talent Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Elliot Doro Hovland. And I'm Kenny Karatli. This is a show where we bring in staff members of the Talent newspaper to talk about their contributions. And today we have Ella Fredrickson and Jake Russell. Guys. Glad to be here, Kenny. Elliot. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming on. How are you guys doing today? Um, I just failed my sixth Calc Gateway, and now I have a 43% in the class. What I'm hearing is that it could be going better. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> Uh, likewise, I'm not <laughs> mathematically gifted, I, but I do have a 64%. That is a, almost a D minus. <laughs> this is newspaper. 20% better than mine. Oh. Nice. So, so not well, Elliot, right. not okay. well. Okay. But uh, we just finished laying out the talon, so at least that massive ball of stress has gone away. And yeah. For those of you listening, we are recording on a Thursday. This is November third, and we're sending the talent today. It's coming next Tuesday, and we just finished the layout. Uh, what was that process like for you guys this year? Two new members of the staff. Uh, what was the layout like for you? Well, at first, it kind of felt like I was drowning, but then, <laughs> luckily, there was some uh, older talent staff uh, employees, and they were able to hand me a life vest of sorts, and through trial and error, I figured out how to make a newspaper, and that was very exciting. Yeah, I found out after I spent four hours photoshopping something that I, I didn't have to actually do that. Um, so it was a lot of a lot of trial and error, um, but it's going to be awesome, so it's going to be worth all that. Well, I'm very happy for you guys. I'm glad that uh, experience went well. Uh, at least in the end. <laughs> so we'll be talking a little bit about your stories. We'll start with you, Jake. You wrote a story about minimum wage and whether or not it needs a raise. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, and I did, Kenny. <laughs> I wrote a story about the minimum wage in Minneapolis, and there was a referendum meeting about raising the minimum wage to $15, and... Uh, a judge, I believe, said, hey, now, we're not going to do that. But a lot of people were really outraged about that. And I wrote about the, the pros and cons of raising it and what the effects would be on the economy uh, here in our city. And so what did you find when you uh, sort of started digging into that, whether it was going over city council stuff or stuff even as it pertained to our school? Well, I found an interesting factoid, if you will, that Minnehaha Academy, although a nonprofit, is categorized as a large uh, enterprise that also uh, enterprises like Wells Fargo and 3M also fall into the same jurisdiction. Wow. And being in that category, Minnehaha Academy uh, has an imposed minimum wage of $9.50 an hour. So a hike in the minimum wage would affect Minnehaha Academy? Uh, and it would, Kenny. Uh, we would <laughs> ultimately have to lay off underskilled workers um, that aren't being paid as much, that would then see almost a doubling in their hourly wage, and that would have long-term lasting effects. So it seems like you found out a lot about the subject, and when you started the story, did you think it would have such large implications on Minnehaha Academy, or are you just interested in the topic? Um, no, I, I wasn't aware that it would have such, um, such local impact on our school. I was... Uh, came into the story a little biased. I've always wanted a 
an increase in the minimum wage, but seeing now the effects that it possibly could have, I'm starting to have some second thoughts, but I still believe that maybe not $15 would be an adequate raise, but certainly a raise to compensate for inflation over the years would be permissible. And I know uh, in your story as well, you talk about some stuff regarding um, the cons, but also the the positive effects um, in terms of how it would affect low-income families and uh, how they would potentially contribute back into the economy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Over the years, studies have shown that when lower socioeconomic uh, levels of people in society are given more money, they're more likely to spend it than that of a wealthier family. So putting money into the hands of the the poor will ultimately benefit everyone. Great. Thanks so much for talking about that. And before we transition here over to Ella, we just want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor today, Taher, food provider. Taher, no churros today, no churros tomorrow, no churros ever. Where are the churros? <laughs> <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> Mexican food. Where's the churros? All right, well, uh, thank you very much, Jake, for talking about that. Uh, I think we'll transition over to Ella Fredrickson a little bit here and uh, talk about what you wrote for the tale on this issue. Um, yeah, I wrote the uh, Ellis horoscopes uh hopefully the first of many it's it's a hope maybe to turn into a series if it's back by popular demand but um i basically wrote um 12 comedic pieces of advice for the future based on people's um, zodiac signs so ella my birthday is july 30th if i pick up the talent take a look at your story what am i going to see uh, so your horoscope is to stay away from large bodies of water this month. Anything bigger than your bathtub is sure to bring you bad luck. Also, you can never be too superstitious about spider sightings. Enjoy a couple of sweet potatoes this week. They're a great source of potassium. Your lucky smell is fresh-cut grass, and your lucky number is 76. Huh. What was that creative process like for you? In the first issue, you wrote a satiric article on Pokemon Go, and this is a little different. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, the first the first article I wrote um, was definitely more journalism as a lot more traditional. Um, and it, it wasn't intended to be that satirical. I just interviewed people about uh, the viral app and wrote a, an article about it. But this was definitely um, much more creative. I got to just sit down and just write whatever I wanted. Um, and I think that was definitely better for me. Uh, the comedic um, aspect was a lot easier for me when I didn't have the parameters of writing a story. Sure. Um, and would you say you learned something from this experience, whether it was um, how to write these things or, um, you know, is there a style that you prefer in terms of comedic writing? Um, I, it was definitely an awesome experience. I've done comedic sketch writing, I've done script writing, um, article writing, and this was just something totally different, um, which I like doing a lot. So, yeah, I hope to keep doing it. For sure. And... Do you see yourself doing this kind of thing in the future? Like as a career? Or, or like for the next talent issue? Um, or both. Yeah. Um, I don't see it developing into a career. Uh, but I'll definitely keep doing it for the talent this year. Do you want to pursue a career in comedy, though? I do, yeah. I'm hoping to go to college, um, major in comedic writing, and then um, hopefully write for uh, maybe SNL or a late night show or yeah. write my own show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. 
So this is a, a step in the right direction. It's a stepping stone. <laughs> it's just, yeah, a springboard onto the path of success. Perfect. Well, thank you, Ella. Thank you, Jake. Any final thoughts here? no thanks for having us this has been episode one of the talent podcast thanks for tuning in make sure to stay tuned for more content coming out from us as well as some new episodes